0: Welcome to episode number two of the Writer's Block, and today I'm welcoming on my very wonderful guest, Mister Yehuda Reamer, who has written, who has written this very excellent book called the There it is, The Ten Little Liberals, and he also wrote another book that I don't actually have behind me called uh, Safety on a Child's Guide to Gun Safety. I believe is the full name of that book. Correct. Close enough, an introduction to the world of firearms. That's whichever. what it is. That's what it is. Welcome onto the writer's block. It is good. It's good to see you. I haven't seen it what's it been?
1: Oh God. Um I don't know, when was the last big Palestinian Israeli <laughs> conflict when Mohammed and I got into it?
0: Yeah. Um, something like that. I don't know it must have been about a good five, six months, something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say it's gotta be about five yeah, about five months ago. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, so I think it was right when Ten Little Liberals came out. I think it was right when Ten Little Liberals came out. Which, oh,
1: so you have, man, you haven't seen you haven't seen the the new book that came out right after that one, The ABCs
0: of Guns. Uh, I well, I've seen that online, but we haven't talked about it on the show.
1: All right, well, there we go. Now, that's now we have a topic.
0: <laughs> that's, yeah, I like texting my guests five minutes before and going, "What are we going to talk about?" I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, so uh, so you have a new book, The ABCs of Guns. Is that, that's the coloring book one?
1: No. No. The coloring book was the additional educational book for Safety On. Okay. It's the exact same book as Safety On, just in coloring book format. The ABCs of Guns. Hold on one second. Let me grab it so you can see
0: It's literally. Oh. It is, it is the ABCs of guns. Literally an ABC book. D is for double barrel, G is for grip, I is for iron sight. I like this.
1: Like like you'll have, you know, obviously A, A is for ammunition and AR-15. Of course. And, of course, the two big ones that I like, which I, I need to bookmark and send to MSNBC and CNN. <laughs> uh, uh, C is for clip. C is for and, yeah. And M is for magazine, you know? <laughs> I got to just so they actually learn the difference. <laughs> just so they know
0: the difference between a clip and a magazine.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I got to bookmark that and send, uh, send them copies of that book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So it's, it's amazing how the, uh, the gun control experts in this country just never seem to stop. Like, no matter what, they just assume that we need more gun control. And it's, I mean, obviously, it's not working. Um, here in Florida, I don't know if you know this or not, but here in Florida, as part of the gun bill that they passed um which banned people from eighteen to twenty from buying rifles, actually didn't do that um it banned people eighteen from twenty from buying rifles in a store, but you can still do them in private sales and at gun shows. I did not know that I learned that yesterday. I was so excited to tell you this, yeah, I did not know that and not. I mean, although
1: that's not as bad as it everyone's seen, but, you know, it's still, if you're, if you're a 20-year-old girl going to, you know, University of Florida or any college there, you decide you want to get a gun for protection because you live right off campus, it's ridiculous that, you know, they don't have that ability to do so.
0: I, I do agree with that, but uh, so I was talking with some people at an event yesterday. Um, I don't know if you saw who that event was with. Um, like, yesterday? Yesterday. Uh,
1: you know, I mean, it's nice that, you know, your blonde hair, blue eyes forgets that I'm a Jew, and it was my Sabbath yesterday, but, you know.
0: Do, do you not use Facebook on the Sabbath?
1: Oh, man, we can't do anything. It's literally, there's no electronics at all. Like, if we want a light on, we have to either leave it on or put it on a timer. It's literally 25 hours of,
0: Electronic free. Oh, wow. Okay, I did not know that. I knew I knew it was, you take a break from everything, but I wasn't sure as to what extent that was.
1: Yeah, I mean, every everything. You know, we, we literally, you know, if we want warm food on Saturday, we usually have like a hot plate that's on a timer. Like, we can't turn anything on or off. We can't drive. We can't, you know, no... No Facebook, no texting, no Instagram.
0: What about um, what about like charcoal grilling? No. No. Okay. Wow. Can't
1: light, can't light a fire. Okay. But, you know, I can I can barbecue before the Sabbath starts Friday afternoon and then warm it up if let's say we keep our oven on for 25 hours at let's say 200 degrees, I can throw the food in the oven and warm it up that way.
0: Okay. You
1: can't do actually any Anything, anything really?
0: Okay, but, like, okay. I, yeah, I did not know. I did not know to the extent of which that was. I I knew that it was the Sabbath. I just didn't know how deep that one went.
1: Oh yeah, li- literally. I mean, it's twenty five hours of absolute disconnecting from the world. Wow, uh, that a sounds lot, wonderful. It, you know what? It. I used to hate it. Because I used to be like this absolute news junkie that I needed to know every second what was going on, but ever since I kind of stepped away from the political world and really concentrating on my gun gun education, and you know, we talk about the pew pew Jew, and uh, ever yeah ever ever since I started dealing with that more, it's been easier to like just disconnect for twenty five hours, uh, just because I'm not I'm not focused on the political world anymore and i have to admit it's so nice not being focused on it i mean don't get me wrong i still you know follow the news and follow what's going on but it's not like i'm glued to it and i need to be part of every aspect of whether it's you know education whether it's uh so you know tax reform whatever it is i just kind of step back and it's really nice
0: that's no that's that's awesome um but, yeah, uh, also part of, that, part of that bill that they passed was that they were going to put security into all the schools, but they weren't going to pay for new police. They were only giving them enough money for, like, private security with a gun. Uh, and one of the counties just south of me, Manatee County, is hiring a group called the Guardians, and they're hiring private citizens that, the, that are going to be trained by police, and they're going to be the only people carrying on campus— and um, their job is seriously, if there is an active shooter, you neutralize them, and I
1: mean, mean, not like the Broward County Sheriff's Department? No
0: no, you you would have to be there in the building you, building. Would, actually, you would have to like come inside the building and do what needs to be done, uh, yeah. unlike Broward county. Um, but yeah, somebody uh, offered me that job.
1: I'm sure it doesn't it, I'm sure it has to pay decently putting
0: Yeah. And and most of the day you're just sitting there like just kind of waiting for something you don't ever want to happen to happen. So you get to work on whatever else you're working on.
1: Right, and you just always have to I mean look, you know, I'm I'm a big believer in I had a big debate with this with a, a buddy of mine who um also is a veteran and he likes the idea of veterans being hired as school security, but on the same side, I mean, on the flip side, he's like, you, you know, you do need to be careful because a lot of these veterans do suffer from PTSD, right. and a lot of them hide it very well, where they still talk a big game, but then if they're actually put into a situation where they're in a some sort of gun battle, no matter who it's with, you don't want that PTSD to snap and they they can't do their job. Right.
0: Now, that is definitely a concern. Uh, right. That's definitely a concern that I definitely understand, which is kind of why I like how the way that Manatee County is doing it is they are hiring people, and they are looking for people with military background, but not a lot.
1: I mean, I hear that. Look, you know, if they're going to hire someone who's a veteran to guard schools, I mean, they should have to have some sort of psychological test to ensure that, you know, they are going to be able to do the job. Now, I'm not saying a psychological test for any kind of gun-related thing. That's, that's a whole different situation. I'm talking about being psychologically sound to actually defend the school if need right. be. That's which, all I'm saying.
0: Which I believe almost anybody in that sort of a position should have to go through that kind of a psychological test. Agreed. Because you know, we don't want somebody who's going to be there who's not going to be able to do what needs to be done. Right. or somebody who's going to be there that's going to go way off, way off course uh, when something starts coming up. Right. Um, so I, I do definitely agree that we need to have uh, some psychological tests done for the people that are going to be protecting the children of these schools, in my own personal opinion. Um, but uh, the Pew Pew Jew... Yes. Yes. Uh, I've been I've been watching your Instagram and your Facebook, and I've been seeing all of this stuff come up. Uh, tell us a little bit about what that is, which, by the way, is the greatest name ever.
1: <laughs> so it started about eight months ago. I was talking to a friend of mine who is a journalist in the gun industry, and he jokingly called me the Pew Pew Jew. And I was like, oh, that's a, that has a great ring to it. And... I decided about four months, three months ago, something like, give or take, something like that, I don't remember exactly the time, but um, to change my Instagram handle and my Twitter handle to at the Pew Pew Jew. The reason is, yet there are many Jews who do support firearms. Most of the time, they're very quiet about it. You know, in the Jewish world, Jews get a very bad rap of being very anti gun, which is very true on many cases, but you do have your Jews out there who are very pro gun, pro Second Amendment. They just because of the way our communities are set up, they tend to be a little more quiet about it rather than being vocal. I on the other hand I'm taking a different approach. I am an American I mean okay, don't get me wrong. I'm Jewish. I've been born you know, I've always been Jewish my whole life, but my religion doesn't define the, my nationality. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. First and foremost, I am an American. I happen to be an American Jew. I'm not a Jewish American. Just like, you know, I have friends who always tell me, like, we're not African Americans. We, we're Americans. Right. We were never in Africa, and we are American. So I, I take it the same way. I am an American Jew. That said, I'm very vocal about the Second Amendment. As someone who lost over thirty relatives during the Holocaust, I believe wholeheartedly in what the Second Amendment stands for. And not just, you know, to defend yourself against, you know, a, a robber coming in or a mugger or whatever. I'm talking about, you know, against the tyrannical government. Now, I don't think the United States would ever get to that point, but the second amendment is there specifically for that reason. So I took this persona as the pew pew Jew. I already had three books out on firearms, you know, mainly for children, but still on firearms. I already, I'm, I'm building up a, a fan base of people who are, you know, big gun people in the industry who see what I'm trying to do, see that I'm trying to give a voice to the Jews in the, in America. Um, dealing with the second amendment so i kind of took this persona as the pew pew jew and now you know i'm setting up a shop i'm gonna have some pretty awesome shirts and kind of you know grunt style right so so grunt style has been a very big inspiration for me um i have some buddies who work at grunt style and i've hung out with them and i was like i love grunt style shirts i've got tons of them i'm like hey i'm gonna come out with the same style of shirts but under my label of the pew pew jew so they're they're gonna be out soon
0: um right you you sent me a couple of the mock-ups earlier and uh i i'm gonna have to tell everybody that they they are really fantastic i he asked me not to share any of them so i won't but uh they they're good
1: yeah i mean they're they're really fun i i have you know i have a few of them like i have the pew pew jew logo on a shirt which i'm gonna be selling and then the other ones are going to be pretty, um, pretty awesome. They're going to be pretty fun. Uh, definitely going to get a, a kick out of it. And I, you know, I, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give the Jews in America a voice. And don't be ashamed of the fact that you're a gun owner. You know, you should, you should be proud of the fact that you have the ability to carry a firearm or own a firearm for any kind of self defensive purposes without. The SS kicking down your door, or Gestapo kicking down your door.
0: Right. Are the shirts kosher? <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> yes, they will all be kosher. <laughs> I might even get my rabbi to bless them.
0: Excellent. Excellent. That, I'm certain that's worth a good like ten, fifteen dollars more. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So, as far as as far as the way that uh, gun control is going in the country. Which way do you see it heading personally? Is it more of an, a state-by-state state thing, or do you see a national trend that's happening?
1: Um, I think what's going to happen is, is well, f- first and foremost, I think that you will see national reciprocity passed. Um, I don't think it's going to be this year, going into an in election year, going into the midterms. We do have a very spineless Republican Party. And that
0: that, I, that that is undeniable.
1: That's right. It's, I mean, yeah. And I think that's even an understatement. You have maybe like five guys in all, of, well, guys and girls in all of Congress and the Senate who actually have some sort of backbone. But I don't see national reciprocity being passed this year. I would kind of be shocked. Uh, it is a possibility that over the next two years it will be passed if Trump wins re-election in two thousand twenty. Um, I'm pretty sure it will get passed sometime in the next six years if he wins. But in terms of, I don't think, I think if you are going to see any kind of gun rights passed, it will be state by state. It will be more of a state's rights issue rather than a, you know, a national issue. Right.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I was I was uh having a conversation with somebody the other day with the midterms coming up and I was talking about the Democratic Party and I was was saying the Democratic Party does not seem to know what issues to focus on at the midterm elections because they're they're focusing really heavily on immigration, they're focusing really heavily on guns. Like those seem to be the two major things that are in the media uh right now besides tariffs. Uh but while, you know, People like you, me, Mohammed, a couple other people are, you know, uh, really adamant about tariffs. Uh, and I I mean, we're against them in all capacity for m- the most part. But um, but when you're focused on immigration and gun control, if you just throw taxes in there, those are going to be the three things that are going to like uh, get the Republican base moving to come out to vote. And the Democrats seem to be focusing on this, and it's like it's going to mobilize the Republican Party, which I think the focusing on these issues actually hurts the Democrats in the 2018 uh, midterms.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. You know, you have the, the exact same reason why Trump kind of, I don't want to say destroyed Hillary, but Peter pretty badly in 2016 was yeah. It, they, because of the exact same thing that you're seeing now. You know, you have the Democrats coming after Republicans for anything they do, not letting, you know, not calling Trump Hitler. I right. mean, it's it's ridiculous. You know, it's like the same people who are calling Trump Hitler are also calling for all civilians to bat, give up
0: their guns. And you're like, like, how... Right. St- it, 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 you're, you're talking on both sides of the. They're, they're not you. They are talking on both sides of the coin here. They're like, "Oh, he's Hitler, but give up your guns." And, it's right. like the-
1: and the more the more they they come after Trump and his base, you know, there's a reason why we voted for Trump is because they came after his base. Right um, now, immigration. I saw a poll. Uh, recently this past week that trump is up 10 percent with the hispanic voters um he's up 10 percent you know you see uh, tons and tons of hispanic you know legal legal immigrants who are like no we we stand with trump you know we did it the right way we're gonna vote for him um so you see that you see you know the tax cuts was huge yeah the,
0: the tax cut bill that it came out with in December of last year I personally I thought it was a fan it was an amazing bill um, Right. at the event that I was at yesterday uh Ms. Senator Rand Paul was there which is why I was wondering if you saw that um so when I was at his event uh he was talking about the tax cuts and he said that he liked what the tax cuts did he felt he was like uh every Everybody from 95000 down got a tax break. So you can't say that the tax cuts are only for the wealthy. And in fact, the people on the, on the wealthy end, because of certain deductions that got taken out, they actually didn't receive any tax. Like they're paying a lower rate, but they don't get the deductions. So they're actually paying just about the same amount. Whereas the people on the on the lower end of the scale, seventy five thousand and down or ninety five thousand and down, uh, they are getting an extreme tax break. So the tax cuts that were given were really really good. Like it doesn't actually help the wealthy all that much because uh, they're paying basically about the same amount. But the people on the lower end, you know, the middle class, the lower middle class, and the lower class, they're all getting a tax break, which is what. They've always wanted. Right. I mean, it's what I've always wanted, anyway, because that's where I am. I'm mean, right in that range. Um,
1: I, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, that, you, I think in 2018, I think you know everyone's talking about the blue wave, the blue wave. But when you have morons and and just fully morally inept politicians like Maxine Waters calling on. Uh, you know, the Democrats to go and cause violence against, you know, a- anyone who is against the Democrats. Right. Hey, I mean, we're like, you know, look, I walk around with a gun on my hip every day. i like, bring it. Like, what, what are you guys going to do? You know, like, obviously, I'm not looking to get into any kind of fight or altercation, but you want to know why America is so pissed off right now? It's because people like Maxine Waters.
0: Right, and uh, she you know she was uh, she came out today today or yesterday, I don't remember which one, but she was complaining about getting death threats from Trump supporters, which you know, I'm not condoning the death threats against Maxine Waters. I think those are just as abhorrent as what she was saying, but you know, she was the one that was calling for the violence against. Uh, calling for the violence against people who support Trump, she was saying, you know, and kick these people out of your restaurants, you know, you know, do whatever you can, you know, and I was like, they're, they're now just reacting to what you had said, and if you don't see that, it's only because you don't want to see it. Like you can't, you can't ask for violence against a group of people and then not expect the blowback yeah. against you.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's 100% true, and um, I find it, I don't know, I just find it, I just find it, crazy. like for example, like I literally, about an hour and a half ago, I went to my, the supermarket right by my house, and I went to the bakery to grab a few things, the woman behind the bakery sees my shirt that I'm wearing, I'm saying, is this, this is all recorded, no one's going to see, are people going to see any video
0: here, or no? Uh, yeah, they will see video.
1: Okay, so I was wearing this shirt, right? The one that says the Pew Pew Jew, right? My new logo. Right. And Great logo, said, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm very proud of it. Um, and the woman behind the counter, she goes, oh, you know, that's a very interesting shirt, a very interesting logo. I'm like, well, thank you. No, I'm trying very hard to promote it because uh, I, I really believe in it. She's like, oh, what is that? She said, you know, like we just talked about giving Jews a voice in the gun industry, showing the country that not all Jews are anti-gun. She goes, well, you can believe that, but I'd prefer... Life over destruction. So I was like, but "So, so would I." And sometimes you need to destroy the bad to save the good. To save meaning, the good. She's like, "Okay, honey, you can believe that if you want." And she just walks away. I'm like, "Wow!" Like
0: the mental- the the, the condescension that you get from many of the people on the left when talking about, especially about guns. I find um, because that that's their answer is just to be condescending and just just hurtful essentially in the way that they speak to you when they're talking about it. Uh, you know, in here, you know, where Mah- like at the Kava bars and stuff where Muhammad and I hang out every once in a while, we get into political discussions, even though we try to avoid them when we're there. Uh, and the people there will be uh, very adamant about uh, guns and they're, you know, anti-gun guns are evil. Guns are bad. Guns cause death. And, you know, we'll, we'll try to explain it to them and, you get the same sort of responses of the you can believe that if you want or no i prefer life and it's so you know, where do we say we don't prefer life we're not condoning school shootings we're against those we don't want that to happen you know and we're not out there fighting for people to go shoot up a school we want those to stop we think the best way to do it is to protect the children
1: i agree i agree 100% it's it's just it, it really is Absurd the way the left thinks and how I guess how much they rely on the government to do everything for them. It's just no, I I don't, you know, the I think the average response time of law enforcement is like the national response time is like 11 minutes, right? Well, that's, a, that's a freaking eternity. The guy comes into my house, 11 minutes is is just forever. Right. That I'm, I'm not waiting for a police officer to defend my family.
0: Yeah, 11, an 11-minute 11 response time if the guy is in your house. The, I mean, that's the rest of your life. Yeah. That is essentially going to be the rest of your life. You don't have enough time after that. I was surprised that at the uh, Capitol Gazette in Annapolis, where yes. the uh, tragic shooting happened the other day, the response time on that, I think, was 90 seconds. Wow. I think yep. I think I read that that was 90 seconds for the response time, and that that's absolutely yep. incredible. 90
1: seconds and how many people were killed again? Four, four in 90, no, four seconds. or
0: five.
1: Right, yeah. like that, i think that's nine, 90 seconds. Imagine if it was 11 Wait, minutes. Se- yes, something.
0: 11 minutes, seven minutes, whatever it is. Right. I on a, on another podcast that I watched, they were talking that the average response time in Detroit is I think. Detroit or Chicago was uh, ninety minutes.
1: Oh, don't tell me that I'm going to Chicago next week.
0: <laughs> I'm certain hey. not in that part of Chicago. You're fine. And they,
1: and they don't have reciprocity, so I can't even bring my Glock with me.
0: Right? Yeah it's a uh, it's an it's insane that the area like the areas where gun control is the highest. Typically, like I, I, Maryland's gun control laws, I'm not hundred percent sure on. But in areas where gun control is the highest, like Chicago, uh, Detroit, uh, the response time for these events is so high. Well,
1: I think it's also a matter of, you know, it might come out the wrong way, but a lot of times when you have a place like Chicago that is literally a battlefield, you know, the cops don't want to just go busting in when there's when there, when you have let's say let's say you even have a hundred cops go in but there's five thousand people around I mean the odds aren't great
0: right no so, you know
1: I think they they need the the I guess the situation to deescalate before they choose to go in now I understand part of their job is to go in to situations where Vi- you know gunfire and violence are happening but in a place where you- going into a battlefield is a little different
0: and in many of the and many of these areas are going to be very much like a battlefield we're you know ridden with gang violence uh ridden with gang violence chicago detroit uh parts of la new york um dc uh of course, they're not going to want to go in as quickly. But at the same time, for the people, you know, for the people there who just want to be safe. Right. You know, it it it, it sucks for them. And if they had better ways to protect themselves, like being able to own, you know, handguns in their home or whatever, uh, that would be able to help aid in cutting down on all of all of the violence going on in these areas. Right.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: uh, just shows you the more gun control we
1: have the less uh, safe that community is
0: right um, yeah uh, so when when is the pew pew Jew when is all of that going to be launching like I know you got the patches that are out I know you're getting ready to do the store
1: so the, the shop I'm hoping um, if any of your listeners know how to use Shopify well I'm having some issues trying to figure it out Uh, I'll I'll send you a signed copy of my book but uh, um, um, I need to get my shop once I get the store up I already have about five t-shirt designs that are ready to go Um, I'm also going to have you know mugs and posters and everything based on the pew pew juice so it's going to be pretty cool
0: excellent excellent excellent. Um, that is pretty much all the time we got this yeah. this show is much shorter than my other one yeah. Um, but yeah uh, I definitely appreciate you coming on um, do you have anything you want to plug here at the end even though we've just been talking about your show
1: um, my patches are available if anyone wants a Pew Pew Jew patch it's go to uh, thepewpewjew.com I, I lied sorry you can go to yahudareamer.com Pew okay. <laughs> Pew Jew is still a landing page saying that the store is coming soon but if anyone wants to know more about me, um, Yehudaremer.com.
0: Yehudaremer.com. And remember, you can pick up all of his books. He's got um, Safety On, uh, The Ten Little Liberals, The ABC of Guns. Uh, all of those are available on Yehudaremer.com, correct? Amazon. Amazon. All of those yeah. are. Everything,
1: uh, will be, everything will be available on my shop as soon as I get it up.
0: Excellent. Good to know. It's good to see you again. Let's uh, talk again real soon yeah let me know anytime okay. I'm always excellent and uh, I'm going to do the outro music if you want to hang out for that cool alright thanks buddy alright thank you all so much for tuning in uh, this is Matt Wright for the writer's block you can follow me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash the writer's block you can also tune in to the muddied waters of freedom every Tuesday now at 6 o'clock eastern standard time uh, you can follow us at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom or on any of the other websites that are out there. I'm certain you probably know where they are by now. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, and I will see you all next week. Everyone. That was totally not the right song. Everyone. Nope, still not the right song. We are the Mr. and saviors, we the free.